Kind of waylaid on Wednesday. <laughs> uh, we are coming at you. This is Pod Bros, a production of Sound Bros Productions. Esquire. <laughs> Esquire? I love Esquire. I don't know. It just, you know what it reminds me of? Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure. Or Excellent Adventure. One of the two. Both stupid movies. Both really funny, in my opinion. Um, then again, I am a uh, Keanu Reeves fan. Um, and that is just kind of how things go with, uh, with that. So thoroughly enjoyable on that end for that movie. Anyway, we are on (sighs) Facebook, iTunes, uh, we're, we're under review for Google play, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube, um, and any other of the, uh, pod apps that you might need, just let us know and we'll try and get on there for you. Indeed. So, um, yeah. So, uh, this may be a shorter than normal episode. It's going to be a shorter um, than normal episode. Because Not maybe. I have to leave. <laughs> and then I won't be back. And we don't want you guys to have to wait. So, um, as we did a long episode last Friday, we are going to take uh, a little bit of that time back <laughs> and do a short episode today. <laughs> Yay. Yes. Yes, I also are. don't have... Um, any of my normal stuff because I'm kind of in this little uh, point here, um, so I'm I'm trying to you know do do things and uh, whatnot. So, anywho, it's Christmas time. It is Christmas time. That means uh, that next week, next week is Christmas, isn't it? Not N- next week is Christmas. Next week is Christmas, which is Wednesday. Actually, it is exactly one week from today. Indeed. Um, so, uh, let's talk about Christmas. That's what we're doing right now. Oh. Are we doing anything special for Christmas? Um, besides the normal stuff that we do? Oh, no, no, no. We're going to be reading, um, a, uh, that was the night before Christmas. Dramatically. Um, should we get any extra voices for that and do like a, do like a group but it's read? just one person though. Oh, that's right. It's the paw, right? Yes. Ma and her kerchief. It was the night before Christmas. I and my... I, I gotta find it. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Except for him, of course. Which is odd. That he yeah, didn't... That he didn't, you know... Um, if there are any other Christmas stories that you would like to hear, please um, let us know. Uh, and we... And I, we'll, I, who knows? Maybe we'll talk about reading them and then not read them. I no, I'm gonna read it. We're just... I'm not gonna read it yet. Just saying. Why? 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 Why you gotta I, poke? I don't know. Why you gotta poke, bro? You, you talk a lot. You, you mad, bro? You talk, you talk a big game over there. I do talk a big game, but that's part of being on a podcast. That's the whole point of talking. 
you like hearing yourself enough that you put on headphones and think other people want to hear you on the radio too. <laughs> so we're so not on I, the radio. I heard it's this the horrible story um, the other day, and I don't know if I should share it because this is a family-friendly fam- podcast. Okay, so you, you started with that. Let's just not, not share, share the story. Okay, so I'm if, not going to share the story. If that's where um, you're going to go with it, I mean, <laughs> duh. Uh, so anyway, um, I don't have my iPad, so I can't like look stuff up. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever? Ooh, here's something fun for you. So you know how there's all sorts of different translations of the Bible? Yes. Have you heard of the Passion Translation? No. It's like uh, apparently it is a uh, semi-rewrite of um, the Bible, um, but it's like supposed to be all passionate. Okay. So um, everybody knows John 3.16, right? Yes. Are we are we upset at the uh, touch screen there, buddy? Yep. Sure okay. am. So everybody knows John 3.16, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Right? Right. So the Passion Translation, just to kind of give you an idea. I don't know. I just thought this was really cool. Uh, a friend of mine reads this on a regular basis um, and you know, just uses it for different Bible studies and whatnot. And I just think it's so cool that the Bible has so many different styles of translations, and yet they all say the same thing. So... Um, uh, for the most part, for some, the, well, some of them, yeah, you, you get what I mean though. They're, some of they're them really you read close. them and you're like, that's not, that's what, that's not what this means. means. Yeah. Okay. But this one, this one's kind of cool for this is how much God loved the world. He gave his one and only unique son as a gift. So now everyone who believes in him will not perish, but experience everlasting life. Kind of interesting, right? Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was pretty cool. It was the first thing that popped up on my phone when I opened my my uh, my uh, my Webernet. So while we're so, talking about Christmas, ooh Christmas, um, let's talk about the weather. Wow, we're gonna do weather already. Well, yeah. Well, oh, that's not? right. It's a short show. It's a short show. Short show. <laughs> short show. <laughs> so, yay, short show. <laughs> uh, today is one of those fun days where it's a short show, um, short, 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 short. Forget it. Where Noah's sight is um, being stupid. Dead. No, no, no. It's it says it's clear right now. It is clear right now. Yeah, that is a lie. Which is not true. That is a bold faced lie. You get back here and let me love you. Wait. The clear sky? <laughs> I don't know. I'm so confused right now. <laughs> me too. Where are we? Why am I here? We're doing a podcast. Oh right. This is Pod Bros. This is Pod Bros. A production. A production. <laughs> <Sound Bros> Productions. <laughs> Esquire. <laughs> I am not saying that. You can say it all you want. LLC. I'm not saying that. <laughs> it's actually cloudy right now. Or, <laughs> um, and it's supposed to clear up tomorrow and then get cloudy again on Friday and get more and more cloudy into the weekend and then get really cloudy and then get like super crazy cloudy. And then on Monday, there's a 30% chance of rain and snow. And on Tuesday, there's a 70% chance of rain and snow. And on Tuesday night, there's a 60% chance of rain and snow. And on Christmas, there's a 60% chance of rain and snow. Wow. So, we might get snow for Christmas. Nice. That would be really cool. And, 
that would be awesome because snow is awesome. Although hopefully this storm works the way that the Thanksgiving storm worked, where they said it was going to start snowing right before Thanksgiving, and then it started snowing Thanksgiving night. Right? Yep. Because that was way better than it snowing before Thanksgiving. Right? Correct. So, that's the weather. Kind of excited about the potential of a white Christmas, right? Indeed. So... Got anything over there? Uh, yeah. Um, I was going to look up. Except for I can't spell. There we go. Sounds like a personal problem to me. <laughs> um, so you heard about, uh, you heard about this whole, uh, you heard about in Virginia that they, um, I'm going to go political for a moment here. Gun political for a okay. moment. Ooh, fun. Um, you heard about in Virginia that the, uh, they passed these gun confiscation or something like that or whatever, where they're going to, they're going to actually take people's guns away or whatever. Yeah. Or, um, and so, um, there are sheriffs that are like, yeah, that's unconstitutional. Um, and we're not going to go for it. So, uh, earlier in the week, uh, we reported on how long lawmakers over in Virginia were threatening to use. Uh, the National Guard, if members of local law enforcement refused to enforce laws passed in the state that they felt violated the Second Amendment. So okay. basically, Virginia, the Virginia's governor, um, so they passed these huge gun laws right. in Virginia. And then the sheriffs came out and said, yeah, we're not going to enforce these because they're unconstitutional. They're, and the, those are called sanctuary. They're like... They're, they're gun- making them sanctuary cities. They're sanctuary cities. Or for- sanctu- sanctuary um, counties. Right. Sanctuary counties, um, so these are unconstitutional. We're not going to, and so then the, so then the governor um, threatened to use the national guard um, against the local law enforcement who refused to enforce the laws. Okay, and so now what it looks like, it looks like Tazewell County isn't going down without a fight, is how this is written, and I'm enjoying it. On top of <laughs> calling themselves a Second Amendment sanctuary county. They are also crafting a militia. Sweet. Uh, the Virginia County has taken the movement that has swept across the state and added an, an element that is sure to trigger pro-gun grabbing politicians in the state. Trigger, quote unquote, air, air quotes here. Uh, just this past Tuesday on December 10th, which would have been last week. Mm-hmm. Last um, Tuesday. Last Tuesday. The Board of Supervisors from Tazewell County passed two different resolutions in in light of controversy circling those who are pro-gun. The first resolution declared the county to be a Second Amendment sanctuary. This is not a surprise as uh, 76 out of the 95 counties in, in Virginia have done this. Nine out of 38 independent cities and 13 towns have adopted the Second Amendment sanctuary resolution. But the second item on the agenda is um, was the proposition of establishing a militia in the county. With both, uh, when both the resolutions passed, the crowd cheered loudly in support of the decisions. As the resolutions don't exactly pass by a small margin, the votes were unanimous. Wow! With more than two hundred citizens standing by in support. That's fantastic. The motion of the of the creation of the militia has already succeeded in the unofficial way based on the results of the survey conducted earlier in the month by official by county officials. 
but board chairman Travis Hawkworth said people have persisted to press for the district to declare itself a second amendment. So they the people are at this is coming from the people. Right. Which is why it's passed with such resounding um, this is what this is what truly the people say, not what is being told that the people say. Does that make sense? Well, uh, the issue that you have here, and I, I think if I if I understand correctly from reading about some of the stuff that happened in Virginia, is that you have you have a couple of areas that are very large areas, um, just just like everywhere in, else in, in the population yep. in population, and they larger areas tend to vote more to the left side of the aisle. Yeah. And um, I, I think that I think that it's actually a very specific reason for that. Um, when when you live when you live the American dream, which is what we're living right now, we're living the American dream. We have our own business. We have uh, you've got a house. Yeah. Um, I I have a roommate who, you know, I get rent from. Right. And we, you know, I live on uh, just about two acres. You live on five acres. Yep. Uh, we live in a nice town where we know the mayor and the council and... Chief of police. Chief of police and the and the sheriff personally. Yeah. We know our representative personally. We live what the founding fathers always dreamed of. Right, right. Uh, a government system, a a life system where... People are accountable to each other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where rights are protected, where liberty is preserved, um, and so I think for us, it's it's easy for us to look at that and say, "Well, we can see what the issue is." Right. For them, they you know when you live in a big city, when you're surrounded by hundreds of people all the time, when there's all this crime, when you're when you're constantly being told that you know this is the issue, this is the issue, this is the issue, and you. You live in such a you know enclosed place that you can't see anything else but what you're being told. You you go along with the narrative, right? And right. and uh, you whatever know, the narrative may be, because right. it always sounds better, right? And uh, you know. and there is there, you know there's that uh, there's that thing where it's like people live uh, the majority of people don't travel farther than like twenty miles from where they're born. Um, I've heard I've heard that that's that's in that's where in where we live, most a lot of people but, don't but travel that but far. But here's what I'm saying though. But in city in big cities, I I've I've heard stories that it's a mile. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. They don't go anywhere. So so if you're if you if you are in a mile, you are living within a mile of where you were born or where you live. Right? Oh, I'm I'm literally about to drive 15 miles to go to my to go to Bible study tonight. Right, but but. Let's think about this logically here, and I mean, you're you're pretty well traveled. Yes, I'm pretty well traveled. Um, I've tri- I've you know not as many places as you've gone, but I've gone down to Mexico and yeah, yeah, yeah. over the East Coast and into California and stuff like that. I've I've driven a, a lot of different places, flown a lot of different places, but I live within 20 miles of where I was born. Same. Same. But. But you know what? You mentioned it earlier. I live on five acres, right? My closest, um, my closest neighbor, is more than five acres away on either side. On either side, um, and and the same thing with you. Yours is at least an acre, if not two. But I on think, either side. I think but, we're, but in the big cities, I think we're you're missing something. So though. close to each other. No, I mean, I think we're missing something here, 
Because I'm saying all this stuff, and I'm and I'm trying to quantify this, and we're looking at you know the big cities are usually more liberal, and yet we live in Arizona, we have Phoenix, but even Phoenix doesn't have what we have here. But Phoenix or doesn't have what the big cities have. But Phoenix is a big city. It's the fifth largest city in the it's country. It's also fairly liberal. It's not fairly liberal. That's my point. Okay. I mean, they're liberal compared to to us. Well, yeah, very much so. But they are one. Of, they are they are the most conservative city of, of the big cities. Yeah, in the United States. That is true. That is true. They constantly vote red, all the time. Yeah. They're also one of the safest cities in 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 the entire country. Phoenix. Well, and the fifth largest city in the United States and, is. And why is that? Because we have such I, staunch gun freedom right in Arizona because we insist on preserving our rights and because and our and our liberties and you know what I I think you know what I think it has to do with how close people live to each other I know that that's what I was saying though because even in Phoenix even though it is the the fifth biggest city in the country when you drive down to Phoenix there's not a lot of high-rise condo style I, I'm I'm talking high rise. I'm, I'm more than three stories. Okay. High rise, um, apartment after apartment after apartment buildings. There are some. There places are like some, that. But, but there's not a lot. But no. Most of Phoenix. No. Let me let me let me is suburbia. Let me clarify here because there are some high rise places that are seven to ten to fifteen stories high, right? Correct. And they are where they're in the school zone areas. No, they're not. They're in the retirement areas, mm. and they're not built like apartments. And and who they're f- built like condos. Yeah, yeah. And and this, I think, I think we're both talking about the same thing here. When you when you are forced to live, or you or you think that you're being forced to live, you know, so close that it's like you know being in the next room. Well, you know, what? your let, roommate literally is in the next let, room. No, let, not think forced. I've been to New York. I've been to. I have a friend who lives in New York City. Okay, had a fifteen hundred dollar a month studio Good apartment. Lord. That's more than your mortgage. That is more than my more than my mortgage by a by a chunk, by a good bunch. Yeah, more than my mortgage, for for a it was it was a studio apartment that was, uh, six less than six hundred square feet. I mean, but but let let me be clear. Uh, the reason I said not forced is because your friend moved. To New York. Yes, he chose to go to New York. Va- valid point. You can choose to live there. I, I want to... Okay, yeah. I want to no. clarify this You can choose this to here, live in the that, city or not live in the city. But, but most of the people that live in big cities have been convinced that they can't move away from the big cities. Or that they wouldn't be comfortable outside of a big city. Right. Except for every time I've ever met anybody that lived in a big city, they come out here and they go, I love it. I love it. It's quiet. There's freedom. I can look at the well, sky. Kanye West. Oh yeah, Con- there's there's the one right there. Over what, did he, what does he live in? 150, like, 200 acres, somewhere ridiculous. Oh no, it's like more that. than that. It's it's a lot. It's ton- no, you know I know what it's I'm, a you know ton what I'm saying. Of space, though. but he he and li- he's just happy. He hey right, and he still is doing all the things that he was doing before. Yeah, as far as his music and his business and everything. Yep. But as a matter of fact, he's moving his business. He has from Los Angeles. Yeah. To where he is in Montana. I don't know where he's Or at. wherever it is. And I think he's moving his employees there, too. 
because of the city regulations that they were imposing on him. So he couldn't build what he needed to build. It's ridiculous. Well, I, I think I think the this is the reason why I think this this whole conversation is the reason why when people start going off and talking about overpopulation and all this different stuff, we kind of look at them, you know, people who live in an area like this, we look at them like what overpopulation? There are literally hundreds and hundreds and thousands of acres. I can look out my back window and see all the way to the mountain and count the houses. Exactly. By that's, myself. And that's what my point is, is that they, when you live with thousands of people in one place, yeah. you lose perspective. Well, it's, it's the forest for the trees. It right? is. It is. It is. T- literally, it's tunnel vision. Yeah. And so you have this situation here in Virginia where you have these these what two districts or something like that? Oh, there's there's more than that. Two or three, but it's like these it's like, districts that are saying, "Look, we're going to create a militia." No, no, no. I'm saying the districts. There's like two or three districts that are that have the majority of the representation. Oh, 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 oh. That have, that have the essentially the ones that have voted. They voted the, out the rest of the state. Right. And and what's funny is that we saw this happen before in Virginia. Yeah. Back in the 1800s, you had. You had this section on the western side of Virginia that believed one way, and the rest of Virginia was like, this is what we're going to do. Yep. And it was like, what the heck? What about the rest of us? We don't have a say? Nope, you just have to go along with the rest Which of us. Which became? And then they seceded and became West Virginia. And it was done illegally, but that's besides the point. Right, right. So um, anyway, that, it's just it's just interesting to me that that's what's currently in the world. But so. you know that's that is, and I I think that I think that what what I think something that that desperately needs to happen is um, the first the first most important thing, and this is you know, of course coming from from our bias. People need to get saved. People need to. People need to be told about the good news of Jesus, and they need to be. They need to be given the, you know, given the good news and and given the chance to get saved because when people give their lives to Jesus, it helps them realign their perspective. Well, because the outs, because the the godly clarity comes in exactly, and and I think if we start there, then things like hey, move out of the city, move into the rural area, that's the first step, you know, get get into the school system, retake our school systems. Our school systems have been taken over. They've been, they've been hijacked, and then in the nineteen in the in the early part of the twentieth century, our our education system was hijacked by a bunch of atheists that wanted to separate God from the foundation of our country, and since then it's been downhill. Yep. And because of them, because of their infiltration, you have the second infiltration that happens with all of these. Um, I forget what they call them. They, there's a name for them, but they're they're all these professors that were from German schools that had communist ideologies, right? And the Nazis kicked them out, or whatever. They fled, and they all got part. They all got, you know, involved in the American school system because the American school system had already been hijacked, right? So they were able to get in, and so they were able to get in because the, the standards really had be already been laxed, right? And so now. We have this school system that's been infiltrated again. You know, yeah. it's and now we're on the PC turn. And now, now it's like, 
you talk to kids today, and I, I have conversations with some of these young guys that I work with at, at the church, and Painful. it's like, how do you not know how to do basic math? Forget basic math. How do you not know basic history? Basic United States yeah, US history. history. Or, even, or even worse than that. How do you not know how to make a logical progression? Right, right. I mean, that is... Well, that's one of the things why, that is why why do you have reading, writing, and arithmetic in your school? You have reading, writing, and arithmetic because you have reading and writing so that it teaches how to think logically, and you have arithmetic so that you have a place to to out to apply it. Yeah, and, and end there. Well, see, that's one of the things. So, um, having been a having been a manager, right, um, and in the business that we do when it comes to um, tech and troubleshooting, one of the hardest things that I found is when we get a new person. And, and they're a younger person that wants to learn, you know, sound and, and different engineerings and different things like that. One of the hardest things that I've found is teaching them the logical progression of troubleshooting and how to work through that without ending up running in circles, not fixing the problem. Right. You know, and, and trying to trying to create basic thought process on on. On, lo- that, that on logic that should have already that been should already be of. there. Well, and this this is one of this. I, I went to school to be to be a teacher, right? And one of the things that used to bother me all the time in school was you. You know, I'm sitting in class when I was a student when I was in high school. I'd be sitting in class, and I'm sure that either one either someone who's listened to this has either heard this or has been the person asking this in math class. When am I ever going to use this? Right. I, I asked it. I have heard that question a thousand times, yep. if not more. And I can tell you right now that working at Walmart, the the bottom rung, working at Walmart is the bottom rung. Right. I used math every single day. Okay, now my question, now, now that brings up another question, and the question is, what math? Basic? Al- algebra? Math? Geometry? Pre-calculus, I used all of it. Hmm. Because the the thing is, is that you can't you can't look at math like a single rose, parts of math like like single roses. You can't look at algebra as if it's all by itself. It's all linked or together. Or geometry like it's all by itself. Everything that is math that is taught, or the way this is supposed to be taught, is supposed to be building blocks. You're building a house. You have these basic concepts that you build on for more complex concepts and then more complex concepts. And then ultimately you have the complexity of a building. And, Interesting. And when you're when you're using math, I'm not just using basic algebra. I mean, sure, you could make the argument that it's, you know, I have A number of products and the shelf holds B number of products and... They're equal to Y, right? A basic algebra equation, or X, sorry. And uh, there's, or sorry, no, I'm doing this wrong. It's, I have a number of products. I need to figure out what is X, which is how many items can go on the shelf. And Y, which is on the other side of the equal sign, is how many items are already on the shelf. Okay, that makes sense. basic algebra problem. However... It's not as simple as that because now I have to factor in geometry because these are in rectangular boxes. 
Right. Or these are in perfectly okay. square boxes. Okay. So, but but here's my argument. Okay. Because I've I've asked that question myself, and I've countered I've countered professors on that. And the problem that I have with it is that okay, yes, you're going to use this in real life. Great. But when it was taught to me, it wasn't taught to me in practical application like that. It was taught to me as arbitrary numbers and letters. You don't, which don't go together. What do you mean? You mean like well, the way Johnny you, has ninety-five gallons of mayonnaise, and Susie has thirty-five gallons of mayonnaise. Purple because the sun is orange. Is almost every single one of the word problems that I had when I was in school. None of it added up. Hold, or hold on a second. Hold went, on. You, went, no, no, no. Together. You have to give me. You have to give me qualification on this because I don't know what purple because the sun is orange. It's a meme that was that was out there. It's a it's a basic math question, and then the answer is purple because the sun is orange because. Um, okay, or because so, aliens visited Earth, okay, or whatever. So I'm the going is. to counter you by saying that that statement comes from someone who didn't learn how to do the math. Okay, I so and then my argument remains the same. You understand math. Okay, let, let, let I, no, no, no. Bear, no, bear with I, me. I, I want. Okay, no, I, I understand what you're saying, and I know where your argument's coming from. But the problem is, is that I have sat down with people who don't understand math. Strong air quotes, and I have made them understand math, because understanding math is not something that's in my brain. Okay, that makes so me then, do it. So then, what it's, is the? It's being taught how math works. Math is simply a logical and progression. My, and my argument remains the same. That. They're not be you're not being taught. We're, okay. I could give you every one of my teachers this is, okay. from, so from school this and is what, college. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. And Luke. they never taught anything. Luke, this is what I'm saying. Math is not being taught correctly. A lot of things are not being Logical taught. Logical progression is not being taught. The problem is is that you look at education as these individual things. You look at as you have this you have this box, which is science, well, and, that is, and you have this box, which is math, right. and you have this box, which is writing and reading, and you have this box, which is literature. And the problem is, is that they're not individual boxes. No, they're all together. They're all part of the well, same thing. And, and that is what we're talking about, is that the, the education system why, has been hijacked. Why is it so important? And that includes the arts. Why is it so important that you learn how to write a complete sentence? So that you can speak. It's correctly. so that... When you read the problem, purple because the orange because the sun is orange, you understand why. Okay. But if you can't write a complete sentence, then all you hear is purple because the sun is orange. You don't hear. By the way, purple because the sun is orange was the first thing that popped into my head. Okay. Remember how that meme works. But I'm going to... But it's just... It's making but, me but laugh I'm gonna bring, inside. I'm going to bring some clarification here. By all means. The only reason that it's purple because the sun is orange is because there's a blue filter. Right. And, and orange and blue... Make purple. Ish. Because there's yellow in there, which makes it orange. But what my point is... Right. Is that if you understand how a sentence works, then you can extrapolate out. And if you understand how math works, you can extrapolate out. This is the point. Right. It and all so, fits together. And so we're we're essentially saying the same thing. Exactly. Um and and what that you know what that boils down to is that your education system has been hijacked 
and they don't teach this stuff. And instead, you get and no offense to any any teachers out there at all at all. Um, brave on you for for being in the system and dealing with it. But honestly, if you don't have a passion for it and you're not willing to learn how the student learns, that's the other side of it. Um, to teach it, then then just get out of it because I can had. I, can I say something real quick? Hang on, I had. No, I'm I'm, I'm just going to interject here for a sec. I don't think it matters how the te- how the student learns. I will disagree with you nope. on that until I die. Now it matters. It matters now because they're not teaching people how to learn. It's always. I mattered. will argue that that is not true, because in the past it has never been an issue when they were actually teaching the material correctly. Yeah, because it no it, it no, no 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 okay so we're on we're on separate sides but we're saying the same thing. It does matter how you learn, and it does matter how you teach it. What we're discussing is that in the past, before the education system was hijacked and everything was made standard, strong air quotes, where everybody had to fit in a single small tiny little box and everybody was measured the same way because now the school system is designed to teach you how to punch a clock and obey the rules instead of thinking for yourself. Right. Before that, you were taught what you needed to know, you learned it, you learned where you needed it, and you applied it because you also didn't go to school for, for the amount of time that we go to school now during during the school year. 16 years. No, no. I mean, I'm talking year long, year wise, not length. Oh, I'm, talking I'm talking length wise too. I, well, I'm talking year wise because year wise, how often? You know, what? When did you go to school? You went to school during the winter months when you couldn't work in the fields, right? Right. Which was how long? On average, maybe six months. Yeah. Right. Something like that. Which meant for six months out of the twelve month school year, you weren't in school. How long do we go to school for now? Nine to ten months, right? In some so cases, I think somebody was some, somebody some was cases year me, round. Somebody was just telling me they went for eleven months. They had a month off. Yeah, they had a month off, and they went for eleven months of the year, right? Being forced into this thing. What I'm saying is, is you need to know these things. You need to know math, writing, arithmetic. I agree, a hundred percent. I use, we use, I use math every day basics in a lot of things and when i need the heavier stuff i can google how to do it um and i look those things up now um but i had to teach myself that i had to learn those things myself and so what i'm saying is is that in today's culture one of the first things that you have to do is learn how this person um learn how this person learns because i don't learn the way the guy next to me learns I can't sit in a classroom and have you pile information at my face and for me to regurgitate it back to you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. I know. I can, I can verbatim give it back to you because I've been blessed with the gift of memory. Right. Um, and, a quick, and a quick memory and a non-paying attention memory. I can be having a conversation with the person next to me. You can ask me what you just said and I can give it back to you perfectly. And you suddenly think that I'm paying attention. By the way, I'm not, right? Yeah, and and that has been my entire my entire entirety of school. It wasn't until my first college English class. How long after you were out of school? Good grief! 
Ten years. Five years. Five years after high school. It was only five was when years? I went. Yeah, it was when I went back to college. I thought it was longer than that. No, you know, no, no. You're right. It was longer. It was ten years. You're right. Yeah, it was ten years. Ten years after college, or after high school, it wasn't until that English class that I actually learned the proper way to write an essay. That's crazy. And in that Eng- English 101 at Yavapai College, in that English class, I found out something about myself. What's that? I enjoy writing. Oh, yeah. Dear goodness, if I'd have known that in middle school, how much better my 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 education would have been, right? Or Or at least the enjoyment of... Instead of dreading my classes and taking remedial classes and thinking I was an idiot. Yeah. I left it open for you. Go right ahead. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, I just, I figured this out sooner. That's all. And, and that was the frustration thing. So then when I took my, my English 102 class, oh my gosh, I had a blast. Mm-hmm. It was great. I'm taking this English class and loving it. Then I, then in contrast, I took a math class the remedial math class at, at, at college level, mm-hmm. right? Uh, math uh, 082. I don't think it's the same numbers anymore, but math 082. To date, I failed it three times and can't pass. Good Lord, man. So I sat down with the professor of the class who had a doctorate in mathematics. That's your problem right there. And asked, how how do I? Oh, well, it's just this way. That yep. doesn't help yep. me. That is That is the classic answer. Of, of someone who is a doctorate in math. Right. Now you take the opposite of that and you put me in a, wow, we're going over time, but it doesn't matter. You put me in the, in the psychology class. I got it. I'm going to shout it out. Al Garbanati, best psychology, te- best teacher, I, best teacher I've ever had across the board. Cool. I've had some really good teachers. I had Mrs. Hahn in, in, uh, in high school. Um, she actually taught me a lot about English and I wasn't even in her class. I was her aide. Nice. I was her teacher's aide. Nice. I got more out of the class as a teacher's aide than I did being in the classroom, which that, is ridiculous. That is kind of the point of a teacher's aide. Correct. Um, but best teacher I've ever had, Al Garbanati. Engl- uh, uh, intro to Psychology 101. Oh, my gosh. That class. He he just... And, and you know what it was? The first day we took the class, I watched him walk through the room... It's psych, of course, so it's all brain stuff. Mm-hmm. He figured out how everybody in the class learns. And when he was teaching the class, he gave a little bit of how everybody learned during the class. And I got more out of that class than I've got out of any other class. Yes, but I would like to I would like to contrast you since I'm of on, course. Since apparently I'm on the other side of the wall here on this. <laughs> um, because I took all of Al Garbrandi's classes. As did I. Uh, no, I took some that he didn't offer when you were there. Oh, new ones that he knew. Yes. He now okay, yeah. and um, or at least I think I did. I'll, anyway, one of the, I will, and this is why I'm going to contrast you on this because he actually, he actually has a standard way of doing things. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, it because has, it was different in, in all in the classes I took from him. So. Watching him do all of his classes, it was the exact same way with the way he did his notes, the way he walked around the room. Okay. Um, and actually, um, for any of you who went to Bradshaw and had Mr. Ponte, okay, I his love teaching Mr. style is very similar to Mr. Ponte's teaching style. We love Mr. Ponte, by the way. Um, we miss him. Yeah. 
Anyway, um, so just just a just a, a bit of contrast there, in that he you know there is a, he does have a standard way that he is teaching. Oh, okay. And it is, and and the this is what my argument was before when I said that originally was that someone who is actually teaching the material, and what, and then that 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 makes your argument because he. To me, if he does have a standard way of teaching, I didn't even notice my normal learning because hangups. he's teaching it. Yeah, and that's the difference between teaching it and relaying information to someone and having to use the different techniques of learning. What, 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 and and you know what, you do that. You're a phenomenal teacher, and I teach when we teach stuff. The difference. And we do that. The difference is what you just said a minute ago. Well, this is just the way it is. Anyone who teaches math, anyone who loves math, it's not just the way it is. This is why the way it, this is this is this why. is this way, and it's because of this and 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 it's, and it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, which is how I am when it comes to theater, right? This is this way. This is because of this, because of this, and it's amazing. And, and this is when you when you get a teacher, a good teacher. They are typically someone who loves telling people about what they love. Right. That's what that's what teaching is. That's what teaching is supposed to be. Well, and you're supposed to be telling people about what you love. And you know when we see this, the and I'm going to use this at, and we'll end on this. By the way. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're, we're and I have a short joke to tell, which is okay. Really cool. Funny. Um, this is the best way I can describe this. If you if you're not a hundred percent sure on what a good and a bad teacher is, is sit through a sermon. From somebody who loves what they who loves who loves Jesus and believes it, and someone who's just being a pastor to be a pastor. And I can tell you the difference. I would even I would even go one step farther than that. Listen to a sermon from someone who loves people. That's that's it. And someone who's because just they want the pastor, and someone who's just the pastor. Because there are people that are because, just the pastor. Because that can that, that can, preach a great sermon. That can preach a great sermon, but you can feel the difference. But there's a dynamic in the one of the the person who truly cares about the people that they're preaching to. So this was a very serious podcast. Not that bad. I mean, we actually kind of kept it up. Yeah, it, we, but it was a ser- it, it was a it was a serious subject matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, political so and the rant. And a whatever, child but. asked his father, right? Because. Because in in life you have questions for mom and dad. Okay. How are people? Where did people come from? How how are people made? Okay. Like originally, and so his father said, "Well, Adam and Eve, you know, they, the the first people, Adam and Eve made babies. Then their babies became adults and made babies, and so on. And here we are. So the little bo- the little boy, being being um you know uh, being a child, decided he was going to ask the same question of his mom. So he went and asked his mom, and his mom apparently. Uh, lives in the world of of strangeness and said we were uh, we started as monkeys and evolved and became like we are now and so the child is very upset and went to his father and said you lied to me um, and explained why and his father said no 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 your mom was talking about her side of the family <laughs> <laughs> so I I do have one since you told the joke I figured I I should tell one okay. Actually, it's not really a joke. It's just uh, it's a it's a skill I have. Uh, it's a skill. It's actually been developing it for a long time. Okay. And um, I have this unique talent 
to identify wrapped presents. Wrapped presents. It's a gift. Oh my gosh. I literally walked into it. I'm like, <laughs> my brain is going like, what is, where is he going with this? Uh, so, all right. So one more, one more. Is Google male or female? I don't know. I'm going to get myself in trouble for this one. but I, I don't know. Go ahead. Female. Because it doesn't let you finish a sentence before making a suggestion. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> this has been Pod Bros. A uh, production of Sound Bros Productions. We hope today that you learn something. Because if you're not learning, <laughs> you're dying. You're dying. <laughs> so stay alive. <laughs> <laughs>